there's an expression that authors use in the Sforum. Generally speaking, when you see a Sefer, so it usually has an introduction. So there's an expression, it's a, it's a literary expression. Sefer below Hagdama is Keguf below Neshama. That a Sefer without an introduction is like a body without a Neshama, without a soul. I don't know how true that is. You could write a Sefer without an introduction, but for the purpose of what we'll learn today, I need to give you a little introduction. A few years ago, I discovered a Rambam, a Rambam, which is obvious to everybody to see a Rambam. It's in, in the Yad HaZaka, it's there. I discovered a Rambam, which revolutionized my whole concept of what a human being is and what a Jew is. It, it's mamish mind-boggling, the Rambam. Number one, the Rambam is unusual in a number of in a number of ways. The Rambam, the Mishnah Torah, the Yad HaZaka, is a cipher of Torah jurisprudence. It's a cipher of, of laws of halachas. It, it it takes the whole. The Rambam took Maimonides took the whole Torah and he codified it. So just like there's a Lahavl Codex Romi, which is the basis of all uh, law that we have. Uh, so there's uh, Codex Judaica. There's the 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 the, the, statue, the structure of all Torah laws, and that's what the Rambam did in the in in in, in the Mishnah Torah. In contradistinction to a commentary, it's not a, it's basically, the Rambam is basically halachas. In Hilchas Chuvah too, the Rambam discusses from a halachic point of view, teaches us what are the laws, what are the dinim of Chuvah. Chuvah is not an emotion only, Chuvah is not only a mood, but there are specific <coughs> regulations and rules and laws and the structure, a ruchnistika structure of what compromises tshuva, what is it composed of? In this parik here, in the in the in the sixth parik halacha hey, the Rambam deviates from what he is usually doing. He's the Rambam instead of saying a halacha here, the Rambam dwells on a posik. The Rambam dwells on a posik, and he's mefarish a posik. And he becomes a commentator like the Radak, like Rashi. And he takes a Pasik in Tehillim. And the Rambam begins to analyze and become a Parshan, to become a Mefarish of a Pasik, which is unusual. It's on this, it's on this Pasik, and on, on the parish of this Pasik, that I want to learn with you today. You'll hear it speaks for itself. For a person with a sensitive ear, you will hear. There's a posik. There's a posik in Tehillim. In Kapitel Chafhei, which says the following: Toy v'yoshar Hashem al kein yorech atoyim badorech. What does it mean? David Amelach, when he speaks about the Rebbein Shloilim. He says, Rabbanish Lalam, you are Toy Vyosha. 
you are good, yosha, equitable. You, you, you deal with, with equity, with, with, with symmetry, with people. You're never extreme. Whatever you do, is, your, your judgment is perfect. It's yosha. Toivu yosha Hashem. you're good in yosha. What is the expression of your goodness and of your yashas? What is it? Any one of us could answer that very simply. We have our health. We have our sustenance. We have more than our sustenance. We could write the whole gamut of the toivist that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does with us. Toivu Yosher Hashem. But in this Pasik of Toivu Yosher Hashem, we see that David HaMelech is speaking not about those goodnesses and chasadim that we are makabal from the Rebbein Shloilam, which would be obvious. He's speaking about a specific type of goodness and he articulates which specific type of Toivu Yosher he's referring to. Toivi Yosher Hashem Alken Yoyrech Hatoyim Badorech. He says, Rabbanu Shalom, you are Toivi Yosher. Where do we see your Toivi Yosher? Because you are a Yoyre, you are a teacher. Who do you teach? Toivi Yosher Hashem, whom do you teach? Alken, Alken Yoyrech Hatoyim Badorech. He says, you teach Hatoyim, people. I don't want to translate the word chet, sinners. That's, that's not, that's not the, the, the inner meaning of chet. You teach people in their failures, people who commit failures in their lives, in living. A mitzvah is a success and a chet is a failure. People who are steeped in countless failures in their lives are, you teach them how to extricate themselves and free themselves from their failures in their derech, in their way through life. Again, you, you are the teacher, you teach. You teach chatoyim. You teach them how to free themselves from their failures. Period. Unquote. That's the Pesach until. So the Rambam asks, what does this Pesach mean? Toivu Yosher Hashem, we know, we can give many explanations. But that the Rabbani Shalom is a teacher, that he's a teacher, where do we see in our experience, at what point of contact do we have with the Rabbani Shalom as a student and a teacher, as a Talmud and a Rav? Where is it in our lives? The Rambam is asking a basic question to explain this Pasek. Where is it? A good question, a rational question says, where do we see the emotional as a teacher? So the Rambam says right here, that there are two meanings to this Pasek. There are two experiences in the life of a Jew and in the life of a human being where he encounters the Rabbani Shalom as a teacher. Number one, 
which all of you will readily agree, it, it's true. We know that, that he tells us now, we see, he says, you know where? He says, in history, we encountered Rabban Shalom as a teacher. He sent us Nevi'im, prophets. The Rabban Shalom sent Yeshaya and Yirmiya to speak to Klal Yisrael, to mend their ways, to leave their failures. And they taught, the Nevi'im came to the people and they taught them what's right and what's wrong. Who is a Navi? A Navi does not act under his own agency. A Navi is inspired and communicates what the Rabban Shalom spoke to him and told him what to tell Klal Yisrael. So the Ramam says, in effect, when the Navi speaks to Klal Yisrael, this is the Rabban Shalom speaking to Klal Yisrael, teaching us. So the Ramam says, one pshat in the Pasuk is, Toi v'yosher Hashem, alken yorech atoyim badorech, Yadrech Anovim Bamishpot, you teach the humble righteousness, Vyalamed Anovim Darka, you teach the humble your way. Where do you teach them? So the Ramam says, through the Nevi'im. If you learn Shaya, Yirmiya, Treyasa, you learn the Psukim of the Nevi'im, and you learn it, and you see they teach a person another humility, kindness, sensitivity. The whole Tanakh is filled with this. So that's our encounter in history with the Rabban Shalom as a teacher. That's Pashat. That we can, that we can very le- easily live through and simple. The Ramam says, "Ve'oid." There is another encounter that a person has with the Rabban Shlomo as a teacher. Where's the other encounter? In our daily lives, where? Ve'oid. Shenosan Bohem Koyach Lilmoid Ulohodim Shemide Zubicholodim Shekolzman Shunimshak Bedakia Chokmavat Sadik Misavalahem the Roide Faisam the Yimsa Atzmoy Nezaraladam. The Rambam says, I'll tell you another place where you encounter the Rabbinish Lalam as a Moira, as a teacher. He says, Where? He says, First, I must discuss with you this thing that you call human intelligence. We must examine the anatomy of human intelligence. And the Ram says, I'll define to you what human intelligence is. We moderns have a distorted concept. We have a concept of what intelligence is. Sure, we have a concept. Where did we get it? In school, because they gave us an IQ test. Everybody knows his number. The Ramam says that's not human intelligence. The Ram says we must first define what, what human intelligence is. He says the following. The Rabbani Shalom, when he created man, imbued him and embedded in his reality a koyach lilmoid ulahoven. Yeah. There is a koyach in man, the Rambam says, lilmoit to learn, ulohoven and to understand. This is the first manifestation of intellectual activity, that there is in man the potential. We have to go step by step. There is in man 
the potential Lilmert to learn Lahavin and to not only learn facts but to extract knowledge from those facts. This the Rabbanishalim placed here. So what? Now, the Rambam says the following. Listen. Step number one, man is gifted with the koyach of Lilmai to learn, ulahodin, and to understand, to discern. Now, the Rambam says the following. Every human being, hear Allah, every human being has this, this characteristic. He can learn and he can understand. Okay, granted. Step number one, granted. Now, the Rambam says an interesting thing. He says, do you know what happens when a man truly desires to learn, when he uses this, this, this potential of Lilmoy, the Lohadon, the Rambam says, you know what happens to a person, the Rambam says, listen. You can do what you want with your mind. You have the alternative and the prerogative not to use it altogether. So the Rambam says, but if you use your mind, you could use your mind for nonsense too. I'll work like a slave. I'll work 15 hours a day. I've got to go buy a sports car. I'll be a slave. I'll work for two years. I want this and this type of sports car. It's $18,000. I don't have it. I need it. I'll slave. I'll work. I'll do it. I'll do anything in the world. I'm using my mind. I'm using my ingenuity. I'm using my intellectual faculties. The Ramam says, that's not called using your mind. Sure, you're using it. But you're using the periphery of your mind. You're using an instrument that was meant for something else. You're using it for a most extrinsic purpose. What's called using your mind, the Rambam says? You want to hear words? Using your mind is called to be nimshach bedarkei hachoch mevahatzedek. I want to go and I want to know what is what in this world, in life, in terms of human living. And I want to know tzedek. I want to know what is righteousness, what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is evil. That's what I want to know. How many people want to know that? Go through all the Ivy League universities. And give them a truth serum and ask them, is the goal of your mental processes, is the goal of your motivation to understand what's right and what's wrong, what's Chochman, what's Sadek, what's Toiv and what's Ra? I'm in medical school. What's supposed to film me? I want to be a doctor. Pays well. I want to live well. One in a million, maybe, find that the pursuit of his mind is to know what is Toiv and what's Ra. You won't find one in a million. But the Rambam here is teaching us the anatomy of the mind. What the Rabbani Shalom gave a person a mind for? He says, when a mind decides that I want to know what is right and what is wrong and what is tzedek and what's toy and what's ra, 
says, you know what happens to the mind? You have to hear something, what the Rambam says. Now, this is not a small madrege. The Rambam says, he's teaching us the biology of the mind. He says, you know what happens to the mind when a person reaches the madrege that he wants to know what is right and what is wrong? So the Rambam says, you know what happens? He says the mind becomes passionate. The mind becomes passionate with a passionate desire to see right and wrong. The verve, the inner strength of the mind, the inner life of the mind, the height of the life of the mind is when the mind wants to know what is right and what's wrong in terms of human existence. He says, and the mind becomes consumed with a desire. I must know. I want to know. Not finished yet. So what do we see in front of us? A mind that's panting. A mind that is excited. A mind, I want to know. Saddam says, you know what happens? A miracle happens. There is a Gemara. The Gemara says, Habole Tahem is Sayanoisai. The Gemara says, A person, Habo, a person who comes to seek purity, it means a person who seeks to extricate himself and unfetter himself from all vacuous, fatuous, nonsensical bonds that society has tied us with. We are free men. There isn't a finger, a hand. There isn't a ligament in our body that's not tied up with insanities, with empty foolishness. We do what we are told. We are manipulated. Who manipulates us? The whole, the whole stature of evil. We do what we want. We do what emanates from the core of our being. Make an analysis of, of, of all the institutions in our life and see who runs us. And we'll see how free we are. So the Rambam says, this mind that in the darkness of this world and the bonds and the chains that society put upon us that this mind that desires to know what's right and what's wrong. I don't want Hollywood or Haight-Ashbury or Greenwich Village or Yale University to dictate to me what's right and what's wrong. I want to know what's really right and wrong. I passionately want to know that. So, that, so you are a Habola You're somebody who's coming to to hone and purify your perceptions. He says, you know what's going to happen to you? You will find at a point that you will receive strength from outside of yourself and you will be helped. And you will find that matters 
have become expedited and you will reach this understanding. Menashemayim, the Rabbanu will give you, you will reach this understanding. You will see through the clouds. You will pierce all the bones. You'll see. You'll see how insane the situation is. You'll see how petty, how narrow, how asphyxiating the whole situation is. You'll see it. And once you see, you're a free man. It's only what we, what we don't see, where our vision is blurred. It's only then that we grow and we fall. Once you see, Toyamel Chaim Zochel, once you toyim, you're alive with strength. The Rambam says, this is the second phenomena in the history of me where the Rabbani Shalom is a teacher. The second pshat in Alkein Yorech HaToyim Badorch is where the Rabbani Shalom, the contact of, of man in his intellectual activities, where the Rabbani Shalom touches his mind. That the mind that the seichel is an inyan key. We have sold de sanctified the mind and the human being. Not we. It has been done to us. We live in a society. You know, you think I'm just being facetious or I'm harping at something when I talk to you about IQs. No. They say we can measure you. You can't be bigger than you are. You're measured, you're contained, you're like a box, like you're a bottle, you can only be this big or that small. The Rambam's a shaker the cause of it's a lie. You can be big. Habola time is the Rabbanshalom can give you, you can you become you can become so big. There's 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 such a polaristic so diametrically opposed the secular view of what a human being is and what the Torah, how the Torah looks at a person. But it's Mavalalarayan, it's fantastic. That to know that in here, in here sits the Rabbani Shalom. In this device, he touches this device. The Rambam says the device, the, 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 the intellect is a device to pick up. It's a radar device to pick up contact with Hashem Yisbar. If you use the device right, the Rebbe contacts your mind, no one else's. You specifically, alone, unique, alone, in your unique way, the Rebbe touches your head. It's Rambam. He says, that's the meaning of Toi V'yosh Hashem We walk around. Nebuch, Nebuch. The Golas has succeeded in so alienating us from our Shoroshim, from our roots. And we are so secularized. And we are so covered up with mantles of cakes, of sheker, of garbage, that we don't even hear what the inner statue of a Yid is. The Rambam says that in the Seichel Anushi, it, you should use the Seichel that the Rambam gave you for its intent and for its purpose. You will make contact personally with the Rambam Shlomo. Our biggest problem is that we are secularized. Our inner life is secularized. Everything. 
you want. I'll, I'll, I'll say it to you, but I do not say it, Cholila, to be abusive. I do not say it to be harsh. I only say it for the purpose of analysis and understanding clearly what is happening to us. The opposite of secularization is Kedusha, is holiness. Holiness doesn't mean a beard. Holiness doesn't mean payers. Holiness doesn't mean fasting. At some other time, I'll explain you in detail. Kedusha means Chochmah. Living with Chochmah. The overwhelming majority of the world, of the geniuses of the world, of the good minds of the world are involved in materialistic pursuits. The Rambam says that was not the intent of what the mind was given to a person. It's good. But if the mind is not involved in knowing what is Chochmah, what is Tzedek, what is right and what is wrong, you will not make contact with the Rabbi Our lives are secularized. Kedushan means to seek the Chochmah Sa'adam. Chachmas Adam, there's so many little bits of, of Chachmas Adam. You know, I, I, I always in my mind, you'll laugh at me. I always in my mind sometimes think, you know, they tell me people eat breakfast in bed. So I say to myself, what does it mean to open up your eyes in the morning? And they put a tray on your hand, you don't wash Nagelwasser, and you open your eyes and they bring you there to the savory smell of good coffee and they bring you all these things you didn't bed. and I look at it and I say oh that must be great and then I look into it and I say that's sick that appears to be great but if a man opens his eyes and is not mispalal and is not oisik in tefillah if the first thing in the day is he doesn't connect his neshama to the roots of the being, he's lost. He's a cow, a cow. They bring him in the morning, they bring him into the barn. So he's a sophisticated cow. <laughs> but I mean to say, I mean to say, I mean to say that the difference between not Kedusha and Kedusha. Kedusha, Kedusha, the wisdom of Kedusha corresponds to the roots of a person. Tefillah is not the religiosity. Tefillah is in the anatomy of the Mishon. If, you're not, if a person is not respawned three times a day, he's a cripple. But you have to understand what Tefillah is. We got to have to. It's a Chochmah. The one at the Ramadan says, these are things you have to understand. And there has to be a desire. There has to be a desire. Without a desire, it doesn't go. There has to be a holy desire to want to understand this. You want to understand it? The Ram says, Yimza, you will understand. You can't stand with the clock and see when it's coming, but it counts. We have to look at ourselves this way, you know. You know, if you don't, if you look at your mind like a garbage can, you can do whatever you want to it. You can, eh, nothing's going to come. But if a person looks at his as at his mind, that's the crown of his existence. If something has to be done with it. 
must be directed. It has to have a pursuit. It has to have a goal, a goal, a goal in Toivara to want to understand. Then he opens a door to, in his mind for the for the most powerful koiches in the world to enter into his mind. The Rambam says it's, it's a phenomenal Rambam. It's hard to talk, you know. The, 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 the stature of man is shrunk. You know? People are involved their whole life in such inanities and such nonsense and such, you know, in terms of human existence and such meaninglessness and such such a volume. That's what you're born for. That's what you live. That's what you die. But 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 for the mishkas. Rambam sees a different person. Rambam sees a device, you know, a radar device to make contact with the Rabbishal. You know, if you think it's a Chsidish Seifer talking, it's a Rambam. For a person to know that in his head there's direct contact with Hashem Isbach, he just has to want to use his head. Look in the Rambam, it's Perik. Perik vav halacha hei.